Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, celebrating over 70 years of service to financial advisors, their clients, and institutions worldwide. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Now here's a word you don't often hear on this broadcast, skullduggery. The subject? Wall Street banks, of course, and how they balance their books. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Deluxe Corp, a partner to more than 4 million small businesses with logo design, websites, email marketing, and online networking. Deluxe.com. And by the Batten Institute, advancing knowledge about entrepreneurship and innovation at the University of Virginia's Darden School of Business. www.batteninstitute.org. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It is Wednesday today, the 5th of May, and it is good, as always, to have you here. The commission that's investigating the financial crisis fired up the barbecue today and thoroughly grilled some former executives of Bear Stearns. The immediate topic at hand was how banks sometimes play fast and loose with the numbers on their quarterly reports. Bear Stearns did it and then had to be rescued by the Fed and J.P. Morgan, as you remember. And banks are still doing it. As Marketplace's Nancy Marshall Genzer explains. It's known as window dressing, various accounting tricks that help banks gussy up their balance sheets for their quarterly reports. Former Bear Stearns CEO James Kane wasn't anxious to discuss window dressing at today's hearing. I don't agree with the word window dressing. Window dressing connotes skullduggery, and we frown on that. Skullduggery or not, some big banks are still doing it. Some favor a technique Lehman Brothers perfected before it blew up. You sell your riskiest investments at the end of a quarter. That wipes them off your quarterly report. Then you quickly buy them back. Is it legal? Douglas Elliott is a former investment banker now at the Brookings Institution. It's sometimes a thin line between putting on makeup and putting on a disguise. You can't always tell when that line is being crossed. What you're doing is hiding risky transactions from shareholders. John Coffey teaches corporate law at Columbia University. He says banks are tempted to fudge because investors will pummel them if their quarterly reports come up short. If you know the market is looking at you, then I think you're under pressure to play games. The Securities and Exchange Commission is looking into window dressing. Jim Kaufman is a former assistant director of SEC Enforcement. He says the banks need more than a public scolding. Sue the banks. Sue the institutions that engage in these practices and charge them with fraud. The SEC will have to determine whether the banks have violated any federal regulations and whether new rules are needed. In Washington, I'm Nancy Marshall-Genzer for Marketplace. Down to the Gulf Coast now. BP said this afternoon it's going to be Monday before a giant containment dome is going to be in place over the oil leak in the Gulf of Mexico. That spill is a rare reminder of some of the hidden costs and risks of using fossil fuels like we do. Cutting back on oil was one of the things the Energy and Climate Bill that's set to be introduced in the Senate was supposed to do. But Marketplace's John Dimsdale explains the spill is fouling the political waters. A small group of senators is close to a compromise energy bill. It would cut carbon emissions, but also expand offshore oil drilling. Before the oil spill, President Obama endorsed that. But now White House officials say no new drilling will be approved until the cause of the spill is found. And opponents want no drilling closer than 125 miles from the coast, calling that a non-starter. 
In a speech today, the lead negotiator for the energy bill, Massachusetts Democrat John Kerry, seemed undeterred by the spill. When we roll out a bill, and we will roll it out very, very soon, we are going to have... We are going to have a unique coalition. Kerry's bill would make it more expensive to use fossil fuels. Republicans say they'll go along with that only if the bill includes incentives for nuclear power and offshore oil production. Otherwise, they argue, the U.S. increases its dependence on foreign oil. Paul Bledsoe is a former energy advisor to President Bill Clinton. He says how the legislation progresses depends on how serious the spill turns out to be. Just as the spill is suspended out in the middle of the Gulf, the politics are suspended awaiting its disposition. Bledsoe says senators are waiting for the results of a government investigation.